PTJ is the bottom line. The bottom line is a translation of study findings for application to clinical practice. It is not intended to substitute for a critical reading of the research article. The following bottom line was written by Dr. Catherine Lang and summarizes the article titled Practitioner and Organizational Barriers to Evidence-Based Practice of Physical Therapists for People with Stroke by Sabak N.M., Jagel S.B., Corner Brutinsky N. et al., Volume 87, October 2007. This study examined what barriers might be preventing physical therapists from engaging in evidence-based practice. Barriers can exist at the practitioner level, such as attitudes toward evidence-based practice, or at the organizational level, such as limited access to journals. Identifying barriers to evidence-based practice is critical. Only by identifying such barriers can solutions be generated to overcome them. Successful solutions ultimately could result in an increase in evidence-based practice and an improved quality of care. Study participants were 270 physical therapists in Canada who provide physical therapy services to people who have had a stroke. What new information does this study offer? This study indicates that the major barriers, including a lack of training in how to implement evidence-based practice and a lack of protected time to search and interpret the literature, are fairly universal across North America. There is little organizational support for physical therapists to search and appraise literature as part of their work day. These barriers were greatest for those who had been practicing for the longest duration and for those who practice in community-based and rural settings. Interestingly, the study found that about half of the respondents felt they did not have some or all of the skills necessary to engage in evidence-based practice. Data related to barriers were gathered through postal questionnaires. The questionnaire used rating scales and yes, no, don't know questions to evaluate a range of possible practitioner and organizational barriers. How might the results of this study apply to the practice of physical therapy? These results identify reasons why physical therapists are not engaging in evidence-based practice. Individual physical therapists might be able to use these results to evaluate their own barriers and as support for obtaining continuing education in this area. The fact that more recent physical therapist graduates had higher levels of confidence in engaging in evidence-based practice suggests that professional education programs are now more proficient in preparing students in this area. Organizations providing physical therapy services can use these results to examine and perhaps modify policies that might either discourage or promote evidence-based practice within their facilities. Limitations. The study was performed in only one Canadian province. However, the authors make a convincing argument as to the representativeness of the sample. As the authors noted, those who responded to the questionnaire might have been the population that already supports evidence-based practice, which potentially could result in an overestimation of the percentage of physical therapists who have positive attitudes toward evidence-based practice. Now that barriers have been identified, it is time to begin to generate ways to overcome them. The most challenging aspect is that solutions must be feasible in the context of the current healthcare environment. Because lack of training in evidence-based practice is a major barrier, and because many physical therapists participate in some form of continuing education, it might be possible to implement continuing education courses on this topic. Future studies could then test whether additional training improves physical therapists' perceived ability to engage in evidence-based practice.